Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges and protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies. I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities, deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience insider media relations, helping clients turn crisis communications and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast. We're thrilled to be with you today. Sarah's got the day off, so you've just got Jordan and me, but you know, We've worked really hard on this podcast because since she's not here, we have to look really good. So today we're talking to CBD business owners about planting new tactical seeds, planting new tactical seeds to get your brand recognized this spring. And by the end of this episode, you'll be able to set up to harvest the fruits of your labor you've planted by using brand protection PR. Guess what our theme is for March? (laughs) Yeah, no kidding, right? It's hard to believe that daylight saving time, spring, both right around the corner. Of course, if you live uh, anywhere but what, Arizona, and I think Hawaii are the only two that don't partake. Uh, Nonetheless, um, before we get this train off the tracks, I'm going to pull it back on. As we normally do, we'll break down this conversation uh, into 10-minute segments. The first, we're going to talk to you about why it's so important to get focused and stay focused on what it is you're trying to get noticed about your CBD brand. I know that was kind of a mouthful. Secondly, you're gonna get some strategies on how you can reach your target audience. And finally, we're gonna deep dive into some outside the box and unique strategies to help you meet your PR goals. Absolutely, so if you're joining us live, you know, please jump into the conversation by answering this following question in the comments. How many times have you had a very exciting story to tell about one of your products or brands, but you just struggled to drum up any excitement in the media about it? So if you're joining us later, post your comments or questions, um, and we will still answer them in our chat next week. But go ahead and answer that question because we know how difficult it can be sometimes. Um, Also, there's a free downloadable one sheet as with every episode. So make sure you grab that on our website at Move the Stairs blog for this episode. And remember, that's movethestairs.com. This week, um, you can download our news cycle analyzer sheet. This is really important. This is really insider media relations at its best. What's going on and how can you play off of it so that you can get coverage? It's going to help you figure out what the top stories are in your local market before you make that big announcement. And it's something that we always consider as former journalists, because that's certainly what we had to consider when we were deciding 
what news to cover that day. So it's really going to help you as far as deciding when you should do your press conference or release your press release or even make those pitching calls. And also will help you know um, what types of things you could help reporters out on, even if you're not pitching anything, but you can just offer some expertise. All right, so let's get this uh, let's get this started with the new month and our our new topic, and we're gonna go kind of full in on this gardening analogy uh, to start our first week, it. Diane. <laughs> I love this. I love to garden. So, are are you a gardener? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? You know what my my deck looks like in the summer? It's flowers <laughs> from one end to the other. We have a greenhouse. Absolutely, gardening's huge. Well, I, I tried my hand at it last year, um, and aside from having some gardener blood in me, because that's my mom's maiden name, actually, uh, gardener, <laughs> I'm learning quite a bit. Pressure on you, right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so last year, we tried to do a garden, um, and we had a little bit of success, but we did some squash, zucchini, tomatoes. Uh, we did lettuce, jalapenos, cayenne peppers. Uh, strawberries, cilantro, uh, even some carrots. So we did a ton of veggies um, wow. and we learned pretty quickly that these veggies don't always get along. So for one example, we had uh, tomatoes in the same pot as our cayenne peppers and the peppers did really well. The, the tomatoes, not so much. <laughs> and the same could be said for our other tomato plant, which basically got gobbled up by the zucchini plant that was living next door. And I don't even want to go into the squirrels that had dug up our sunflower seeds, replanted them in the garden. So we had mammoth sunflowers overshadowing everything in the garden. So <laughs> it was quite an adventure last year. But the point <laughs> is, when you're thinking about your CBD brand, you know, every, every fruit and vegetable that we tried in our garden had a chance to be successful uh, if you give it the right environment to grow. So your CBD brand ideas uh, for the stories that you want to tell about your products are kind of like those fruits and vegetables. And if you take each idea and give it an environment to succeed, you're going to have the potential of seeing that idea produce for you if it's, again, in that environment. Yeah, it's so true. You know, like Jordan's tomatoes got crowded out by the zucchinis. And I know the zucchini plants just get Freaking oh, huge. They can go eight to ten <laughs> feet, right? I mean, so when you're trying to get your message out there, um, it can get crowded out too, depending on what's going on. So one way um, to get your message out to an audience without it being drowned out is by really thinking about what's going on with external factors. So let's start with that. Um, understand what's happening in local in the local news cycle. It's really important before making a huge or even a moderately huge announcement. And, and you know, you work on this and you're you get yourself all ready to go, and then you get no coverage. So for instance, right now, everything is COVID-19 related. So we're talking to you, we're recording this in the beginning of March. It's still huge. We're continuing to move into that next phase. Um, and this has been going on for a year. So the, the, the reality is where we live in Colorado, the restrictions are just being lifted and people are getting vaccinated. And the governor said the other day he expects to have for, for us to have somewhat of a normal summer. OK, so first of all, this is a huge story locally, and there are many different angles that local journalists could take a story like this. So how is your announcement going to compete with that? 
you know, there's the old adage that if you can't beat them, join them. So if you have a newsworthy angle that has to do something where you can fold your narrative into and relate it to COVID in some way, you actually have a chance to be noticed. So you also, if it's visual enough, unique enough, and you're pitching the right, the right story on the right day to the right show or to the right outlet, there are those who want something other than COVID, but you have to really think about what that show and outlet is. Is it Saturday morning when they have, most dishes have two and a half hours to fill and you've got something that's bright and fun and exciting um, and you're going to have some great sound and they know you, well, you got a really good shot there even in COVID land, but you probably don't have a really good shot during the week on the 10 o'clock. Probably not going to happen. So you need to really think about what you're pitching and how you're pitching it. Um, and if you think it's not a good time to pitch, wait. I cannot tell you how many times I have waited weeks sometimes because it's just not the right day, especially for me if it's another health story and it's not COVID related, they're not interested right now. So what else am I going to do? And maybe I'm going to put something out and then I'm going to really pitch it hard later. Maybe I'm going to wait to do everything all at once, but I have to really think about that and how to make it work. So COVID's not going anywhere, but major local announcements about COVID are going to happen every day. Even if it's something that's a few weeks old to you, it's okay to hold it and pitch it because it's still new to the media and it's still new to your audience. So I think that's very, very important that don't worry about how it feels to you, but do remember that once you pitch something, it will become old to the media. So you want to really time your pitch. So I want to go back to the the other thing that you said, Diane, and, and relate it to my garden. Um, you know, when I planted everything, my fiance and I, we expected everything to grow, produce, no problem. You know, we were like, let's just put stuff in the ground. We'll have these tomatoes and cucumbers and squash and zucchini and the list goes on. Um, but that wasn't the case. You know, much like your CBDPR outreach, you have to consider your message once again, like a plant in a garden. And if it has enough room to grow and produce for you... <laughs> It's going Sorry. to get noticed. <laughs> oh, that's all right. <laughs> a little disaster here, but don't worry. Just keep right on going. Like nothing, happened. nothing happened. We'll edit that out, right? Okay. <laughs> so if, you, if your message has enough room to grow um, without being crowded out by, you know, your other plants or other messages, your audience is going to find that right to pick. Okay. So you accomplish this by developing a campaign. And it, it's not, again, as simple as putting out a statement on Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram or on your website, um, although social media can play a pretty big role. Um, it's a culmination of all of those different tactics to work in concert to accomplish your overall goals, kind of surrounding that one or two points of your message to try and get noticed by the media and to try and get noticed by your target audience. So, okay, it's your turn now. And in the comments, we want you to tell us how often do you determine who's in your target audience? Because it's going to change as, as your company grows. Who is the most apt to respond to the message that you're putting out right now? So really think about that. Put that in the comments. And also remember, we have the free downloadable one sheet with those actionable strategies. Um, and this is the analyzer to figure out what's going on in news uh, in your area right now. And you're going to find that on the Move the Stairs blog on the MNC website at movethestairs.com. And by the way, you might be wondering, what does Move the Stairs mean? 
It means taking whatever life gives you and looking for the best opportunity within that. Uh, very quickly, I was a television producer. There was a politician who was an incumbent who we knew was going to win. And I had to get that interview first after he came out and gave his uh, acceptance speech on election night. But when I got to the location, I realized the stairs led to my competition. They did not lead to where my people had set up um, our live shot. So what did I do? I went and I figured out how to move the stairs over to my side of the podium so that when he was done and he came down, I got that interview first. We do that every day at MNC for our clients. And we also do it in our personal lives. It's really our mantra at MNC. So it's not about whining. It's not about saying, oh my gosh. It's about saying, what can I do? And when you start with the, what can I do? You'll be amazed at the opportunities that open up before you. So that's move the stairs. I, I just love that um, branding, Diane, and we'll get into the branding part of this um, a little bit later on in the podcast. But first, you know, when you're thinking about reaching your target audience, I, I think the easiest way to do it is on social media. Um, and it's because it's free, right? right? And, you know, for the purposes of this, I'm going to use Facebook kind of as our analogy, because as we go through kind of the history of Facebook, um, you're going to notice, you know, trends that Facebook um, has kind of passed along to the other major social media platforms as well, especially when it comes to paid advertising versus organic. Um, and I'll explain that here in just a minute. So social media, if you have a really big following, at least on your Facebook page for your CBD company, chances are um, you've built up your page prior to 2014, because going back to 2014, that was when there was a big change in the Facebook algorithms. And according to a blog by HubSpot, um, the decline in organic reach on Facebook, and by organic, I mean non-paid views of your company CBD page or the content on your company CBD page, um, that started to decline. And that was because of then VP of advertising for Facebook announced that they had so much paid content coming in that they had to compensate by right. limiting the amount of organic content that was going to pop up in people's news feeds, a la pay to play, right? <laughs> so with that, um, they had yet another change in 2016 um, with a return to users connecting with their friends and family once again over businesses. So what does that leave you if you aren't promoting your content, if you're not spending money on that content? Um, it leaves you with a drastic number of people seeing your content popping up in their feed. And again, we use Facebook here. Um, as our um, you know poster child, because we've seen the same thing with Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram, which is obviously owned by Facebook as well. Absolutely. But before you even try, you've already got a massive problem reaching your audience on social media for your next CBD campaign. You know, we should highlight how strict Facebook is when it comes to CBD ads. And despite the passage of the Farm Bill and the fact that CBD is legal all over this country, it can be really tricky getting ads approved. Um, and that often leads to several rounds of contesting and recontesting the ad. In their own words, ads must not constitute, facilitate, or promote illegal products, services, or activities. Ads targeted to minors must not promote products, services, or content that are inappropriate, illegal, or unsafe, or that exploit, mislead, or exert undue pressure on the age groups targeted. And that's a quote from Facebook. 
The reason for the ban is because marijuana, as you know, uh, cannabis is still considered a schedule one drug at the federal level. Okay, so how do you get around this? And that this is really important. Um, let's start with the first with the first problem, which is reaching your audience. Uh, with the latest update, Facebook is prioritizing the most meaningful content for its users' news feeds. This includes content shared via Facebook Messenger, contact that is engaged with, that which means likes, comments, and shares, and contact content that encourages engagement between people on the post. Really important. Mm -hmm. So barring asking your audience to engage, which you can do, we ask them to engage all the time, or asking them to set your page's priority to high in their newsfeed, good luck with that, um, you're <laughs> almost forced to open up your ad budget and start spending to get eyeballs on your next campaign. So, so you go and you do your ad, right? And so many companies tell me, CBD companies, they're like, we're not even going to try Facebook. There is um, a method to working with Facebook, but we have an alternative for you too. But let's keep on, on Facebook mm -hmm. for a minute. Now, to look at your next issue, getting your ads approved, unless you have a digital marketer who's savvy enough not to trigger Facebook's ad flags to keep your campaigns moving through that process, it may or may not be worth it to use Facebook. Facebook is going to be the cheapest, but mm -hmm. when you put in the man hours and you start adding that in, you have to think about that. So if you choose to use Facebook, according to Canon planners, it's all about keywords. You can choose to run ads that take people to a landing page, but the landing page cannot mention CBD and it cannot list your products. Also, the ad can't have CBD in it. So you have to think about how you're going to do that. There are certainly very creative ways to do that, but you have to really think about that. Okay. And of course that's a pain, although you're getting, you may be getting a great response. So it might be worth it to try it. It's money well spent if you can get this plan to work. And it's certainly cheaper than the alternatives that we're going to talk about. But one of the things I really like to think about right now is LinkedIn. The amount of activity on LinkedIn since COVID has gone through the roof. So here and, and LinkedIn also, you really get to hone in as, as well on that target audience. So it may not jump off the page as your first social media channel that you where you want to spend your ad dollars. And it is a little bit more expensive. But I would suggest you take a closer look at that. LinkedIn does allow for unrestricted CBD ads. So think about your audience. Is there an audience? And I would say to you, absolutely, there's an audience on LinkedIn where you can really promote your business and start to build your, um, your customers, your loyalty, and position yourself as an expert. And certainly LinkedIn is really good for positioning as an expert while we wait for Facebook to come along and get, <laughs> and get in the program, right? With, with everybody right. I just, I go back to that, um, the quote you read from Facebook and I'm, you know, they talk about things being legal and, and not legal and it's legal. So I, I'm just legal. not exactly. understanding what the that. Heck? I'm so, not understanding the tie up here, but anyway, yeah, um, <clears throat> if you're going to open up your wallet um, to spend money on ads, and I absolutely think it is worth your while to do so, whether it's on Facebook or LinkedIn, you have to know who you're talking to. So we've absolutely. mentioned a few times in our podcast, you know, what's your target audience? It's really easy to run an ad, not do anything with it, throw 20 bucks at it. 
um, and, and make sure that people are seeing whatever it is you're promoting within a 50 mile radius or 100 mile radius. But here's a problem. <laughs> if they have no interest in CBD, um, you're not going to get quality leads or quality eyeballs on your product. Uh, and that's a big problem. So there are a number of different ways that you can go about this. And even though Facebook may be a bit of a pain in the neck here, um, Facebook and using their audience insights is what it's called, may help you um, build your mock audience, your custom audience that you could use on either Facebook or LinkedIn. So what does this audience insight let you do? Um, it basically lets you narrow down what people who are fans of your CBD company's page, what are their interests? And from that, you can build a custom audience between age range, you know, what it is that they like to eat or drink or activities that they do um, and, and build that out so that when you do run your next ad, whether it's on Facebook and you're uh, tiptoeing around some of these restrictions or it's on LinkedIn, you can push that out and make sure that the right people are seeing it. If you have an email list, you can absolutely include that into your uh, target audience and custom audience as well. And what I really like about this, Diane, is both Facebook and LinkedIn let you use what's called a lookalike audience. My so they'll take what yes, they'll take what you've already built, okay, and compare it to the next one percent or two percent down, which is very similar to what you've already built to potentially get you some better quality leads. Now, here's the downside with it. <laughs> and we've used Facebook ads, we've used LinkedIn ads, we've done Google ads for MNC. Um, be prepared to shell out a little bit more. And I think if you have an ad spend already, you're probably okay with this, but don't be um, freaked out by the sticker shock here because whereas Facebook, you could throw out 20 bucks over two weeks with LinkedIn, you're looking probably at about $100 minimum for your ad spend. Um, so while that may not seem like much in one shot, if you are doing a ton of advertising, it's going to add up. So just you know, something to keep in the back of your mind as you're working on these campaigns. But I really do think with LinkedIn's lack of restrictions, this is an outlet you should be looking at because as Diane pointed out, everyone's on it right now. That's right. And I have not seen a lot of CBD ads on it. So that's something not else really. to really think about guys is that, you know, you're not going to get crowded out. That's very cool. So we want to know what you think. Tell us what have been your experiences with paid social media? How has it worked? Um, do you have somebody that does it for you or do you do it on your own? Do you actually know how easy it is to do? If you take a class um, and Jordan and I went into a deep dive on this probably four or five months ago easily mm -hmm. at this point. Um, and there are a little, there are a lot of nuances to it, but the point is it is not difficult. It's not difficult to come up with an ad. It's not difficult to figure out the lookalike audience, all those things. And when you look at an ad spend many times, this is going to be your best bang for the buck. So let us right. know. Now I want to look ahead to next week, um, because we want to learn, we want to teach you next week how to care for one of your new tactical seedlings as we deep dive into podcasting metrics. So we're going to have a special guest who has been doing a podcast for quite a while, a CBD podcast for quite a while. Talk to him about um, why he started it. What kind of impact has he seen on his business and what he's learned? What are, what are the best practices that he has learned um, over the years that he's been doing this. And, and I, I am a ardent listener to the periodic effects podcast. And it's about science and business 
and cannabis. And if you get a chance to listen to it before he comes on, Wayne Schwind is his name. Um, please do, because it's going to be a great interview next week. Okay, so now let's get noticed by using some of these out-of-the-box strategies that we talked about, right? So as we just teased one ahead next week, one of your new seedlings is going to be podcasts. I can tell you a podcast is not terribly difficult to do, but it is going to take a significant amount of your time. So you want to really think about, is this one of the things that you want to add um, one of the seedlings you want to add to your garden, right? Um, so here's some data. According to a blog by Brandastic.com, over 55% of the U.S. population is currently listening to podcasts. 24% listens to more than one podcast per week. And in, two, in 2020, sorry, over 155 million people listen to a podcast at least once per week. That, those are huge numbers. The most popular crowd is the 29 to 44 year olds. And my guess, um, since I am much older than either one of those numbers, <laughs> is that, um, man, once I got turned on to them, I was like, geez, this is fantastic. And I have them on in my car all the time. And mm -hmm. so do my friends. So it can be time consuming, but it's also free for the most part. And we were right. Recommend that you go out and get a nice Yeti microphone. Jordan, you want to show your Yeti? Sure. Can you pick it up? Oh, it's right there. We can see yours. Mine's hidden. Okay. Um, you can also download free audio programs. You can assemble your podcast like Audacity. I use that all the time. Mm -hmm. And it costs nothing to upload your podcast onto multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple, and Google. So that's great. If something is free for you and you can monetize it, why don't you do it? The benchmark seems to be about 5,000 downloads per month, according to Brandtastic. This is where other companies will start to reach out to you, asking if they could sponsor your podcast. That's a great opportunity, right? So next week, we're mm -hmm. going to be talking to Wayne about all of these different things. Uh, remember, his podcast is Periodic Effects. And he's going to walk us through why he started, his in, what the impact's been on his business, um, and what he sees for the future. I think it's going to be great. So, Diane, you were really hands-on with that. But now I, I think that's a really good nugget because I love podcasting. But I'm going to take this conversation for the last five minutes yep. and flip it on its head. Because <laughs> I want you to look inward as a CBD business owner. Um, because a lot of you have a brand, right? But are you really embracing what your brand is? Right. Um, are, are you embracing what it stands for? So for MNC Communications, we'll just use ourselves for an example because that's pretty easy to do. Um, when you look at our brand and you think, hey, what's CBD brand protection PR? Um, you have an idea of what it is that we are offering. It's the umbrella term, but fundamental for the services we offer our clients, including, you know, helping you build a loyal audience and clientele, um, preparing our clients for, you know, whatever it is that, that may be lurking around the corner, something unexpected that could happen to negatively impact their brand and filling the trust bottle through their interactions with media and showcasing their expertise in CBD, of course, um, preparing those, uh, preparing them for those media interactions. And when you look at your branding, it must tell the story of who you are. So move the stairs, Diane, you were talking about it earlier. That's our mantra. 
And it, it tells our clients how we work and how we operate and how we go out of the way to take some uh, something that may seem like a really big problem and do what we can to mitigate, um, you know, the worst outcome with that or just getting stuff done. <laughs> right, exactly. so the, the, the public recognizes brand protection PR is what we do. And the move the stairs part of that is how we do it with our insider media relations, you know, explaining how it is that we're experts and all of this, you know, being synonymous with MNC communications. I think that's really important. It's also interesting. Our brand has evolved over, we mm -hmm. just had our 11th anniversary and it has certainly evolved. And I have to say in the past year, maybe year and a half, we have worked so hard and so that we truly understand it so that we can sit here and explain it to you. And that as we're deciding what clients we're going to work with, what tactics are we going to take? Where are we gonna focus our research and our education for where we wanna go with the business? It helps, it helps give us a path to all of that, which is really great. So I just love that. So we also particularly like this blog by 99designs.com. They took a look underneath the hood of branding and why it's so important for growing businesses. Um, there's a couple of points that really resonated with us, with us. So it gives your CBD business a purpose and direction, much like I just talked about with brand protection PR for MNC. You don't have to be a company that's outspoken on hot button issues, but your brand can help you develop a set of core principles, which are far more important than the font and color scheme. A brand is not a logo. A brand mm -hmm. is a culture. It is who you are, what you embody, and what you believe in, right? So I'd like to know what you think. Let us know in the comments how you'll use this brand information to really, um, to really take what you're doing to the next level. The other thing I would say to you is branding raises morale. We've talked a lot about the importance of your employees trusting you, trusting in the company, understanding who you are, believing in what you do as a company. And when you have a strong brand, your employees understand and usually are in line with your core principles. And you've really created a trust. So I'm just thinking, is there, you've created a beautiful garden. I'm just thinking about our whole garden thing here. It's like when you walk in and everything is working in concert and you have, you have enough room for the zucchini and you know where the tomatoes are going to go. Right. I mean, it's, it's serious. It's like you walk in and it's like, okay, I know who needs what, who's helping who, who's backstopping who, because that's part of our brand and who we are. And all of that is reflected to your clients and your customers. And then they see your culture and it's embodied in everybody. So it's a sense of camaraderie amongst your entire team from the bottom up, as well as from the top down. We're going to have to see if we can get our podcast sponsored, Diane, by some gardening companies or some there seed companies. <laughs> so we, we really did cram a lot here in this um, last half an hour. So just wanted to recap what we talked about today, getting noticed and, you know, letting your campaign's light shine bright, whether that's 
um, focusing on one singular message or making sure that the environment that you're going to put that message out into is ready for that message. Um, reaching your target audience on social media. We talked about the differences between CBD advertising on Facebook uh, versus LinkedIn and why LinkedIn might be a better platform for you, even though the ad spend is going to be a little bit higher. And then finally, getting noticed um, using some unique and outside of the box strategy, including podcasts and really honing in on what it is that your brand is and you know what your brand stands for. Absolutely. So thank you so much for joining us on the Move the Stairs podcast. We, we love sharing what we've learned and introducing you to concepts and maybe one or two things that you can walk away with every week that's just going to help you move your move the stairs in your brand. Um, we're here to help you protect protect your CBD brand with our brand protection PR. Um, so let us know how we can help you. You know, drop us a line, send us an email, let us know. And if you like the podcast, please rate it, review it, and subscribe. Let your friends know about it. And we will see you again next week. Have a great one.